unfortunate souls in pain, in need. This one longing to be thinner, that one wants to get the girl, and do I help them? Yes, indeed. Those poor unfortunate <laughs> souls, so sad, so true. It's my favorite Disney princess of all time. Ursula? Yeah. Ursula's not a princess, she's a villain. She's a queen. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my Praise goodness. the Lord, niggas. Praise him. Praise him every day. Happy holidays. <laughs> yes, give it to us. Happy holidays. I don't know what what are the words after that. Uh, the no morning clue. bells keep ringing. <laughs> I totally made that up. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Happy holidays to you. <laughs> You all right over there? I'm just, you know, things are going around. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Get and Grow with Jade and Kia. This is actually episode 38. Uh, Yeah. Oh, man. Look at us. Look at us go. Uh, Yeah, we discuss all things adulting here. The good, the bad, the ugly, the triumphs, the tests, the trials, the the twisted tales of adulting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, you know, how we're trying to figure it out one step at a time. Sweet Jesus. Thank you for joining us yet again for another episode of our Foolish Mint. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, sis? How are you doing? Man, I'm tired, my nigga. I am exhausted. Um, That's real. Part of it, I came to D.C. this weekend. Oh, yes, you did. For team typing fast and taking care. Uh, we had the, an awesome time. The first of many, oh my God, an amazing time. When I tell you all, my sis put together an event. She put together an event that empowered and 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 just was a beautiful space and a safe space for black women um, and women in general to come and be able to share and talk and give each other advice and also listen. And you, oh, please, please tell them about <laughs> our guest, please. Yes, uh, uh, our featured guest was Dr. Sharon Fries Britt, world-renowned scholar of higher education. Um, in uh, yeah, so she's full professor Queen. now at the University of Maryland College Park, and really just known across the world for being an awesome mentor um, and one who has, you know, who is responsible for the professional development of some of the leading Black women in the field of higher education. In all walks of life, from academe to policy uh, to uh, private consultancy, she's really just out here doing it. And she spent the evening with myself and a few other members of Team Typing Fast in D.C. And we shared in great, awesome conversation about the importance of also cultivating your personal growth along with your professional growth. Because we Mm -hmm. always focus on, you know, the x-axis like you know um she was one of the points that she made you know uh collecting our degrees getting our credentials getting our experience building our resume and you know being you know awesome people on paper and it's important to kind of make sure that our character development uh continues to grow along with our professional development and why that's so critical and so crucial for us as african-american women um and how that kind of you know sustains us and our, gives us longevity, gives gives our success longevity in the, in these spaces. So we had a great, 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 great time. time. 
um, women from, you know, not just academics, but uh, entrepreneurs, lawyers, government officials, just black women <laughs> came that's, together. That's what I was going to say. I was um, like, I'm not an academic at all. Um, but it was a it was a space for for women in general. It was a really right. great space. It was all encompassing. It was for everybody. Yeah, man, it was so much fun, and I'm grateful. Thanks to everyone who came out, um, even despite the little snow we had in the city that day. Um, and I'm looking forward to you know I'm, I've sent out my little post event survey, and I'm looking at the feedback and responses, and you know hopefully getting things together so we can start to plan the next event. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're moving along. I'm super appreciative. Thanks to everyone on my team. Thanks to Jade of All Jades who served as our special guest mixologist and mixed us up some awesome libations for the affair. We just had sangria. Um, <laughs> no, we had awesome sangria. That's Thank you, sis. And um, yeah, just everyone. Shout out to Keisha, Kia, Nakia, uh, Latoya, Janaea, Fran, um, and is that everybody? I think that's everybody. Yeah, that's everybody. And, uh, Sophia also helped. Joseph helped as well. I had so much support. Um, Latoya. Did we say Latoya? Yes. Okay. I said Toya. Um, yeah, so much support. Um, I couldn't have done it without, you know, you ladies. And I'm super grateful to you um, for all that you did to to make Team Typing Fast. I mean, t- make Typing Fast and Taking Care of Washington, D.C. a reality and a huge success that it was. So yeah, we're on. We're we're off and running, and I'm looking forward to hopefully doing more and more of these um, yes. throughout throughout the the coming year. I mean, 2018 is is, is shaping up to be uh, a pretty dope a, year. It's gonna be quite a move. I'm I'm fully expecting. I've been saying this. I'm gonna say this on the podcast. Hopefully, this will hold me accountable, especially when things get rough. Um, I'm fully expecting that 2018 is gonna be the best year of my life. Mm. Uh, because. You know, I made a deal. I made, I had I had a conversation with the Lord, a very con- candid conversation with the Lord. And I told him, you know, all that I experienced in 2016 and all, all that this year has taught me. You know, I feel like I've had to learn some very hard lessons and I've tried to do so humbly with, with grace and, and, you know, using these experiences to improve and move forward. And I'm, I'm hoping that um, on the other side of some of these difficult times, there's going to be some uh, abundance. <laughs> so I'm fully expecting. I'm tur- turning my expectations toward absolutely, and and not you know and away from like maybe or I hope so, but like definitely. 2018 is about to be a game changer for your girl. Yeah, All right. Write that yeah. down. Write it's, that down. It's it's gonna be a move. We have so many exciting move. things coming in 2018, individually and collectively. Show you right. Getting Grown is in the talks of our very first live show. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you guys stay tuned for that. We are um, we're just trying to work out the logistics. And yeah, we got to get that going. Let's yeah, get that going. That's coming up pretty soon. Because we're we going to hit it. Out. Yeah. Before it's, Yikes. before it's over. But anyway, enough of all of that. Um, taking out the trash. You got any trash this week, sis? I really don't. I have not, you know, I was behind because, you know, I, I took it, uh, the day Friday. I didn't get a lot of work work done because mm-hmm. I was running around in preparation for the event. So today at, at the office was pretty intense um, after uh, some wasted time at the MVA. But I think that'll be my petty peeve for today. But okay, we'll save that for later. <laughs> okay. So, no, that's a long way of saying I have not made it through uh, 
my social media to kind of see what what trash the people are talking about. Um, have you been able well, to find some? I, I've seen snippets of here and there in between when I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy birthday to Cicely Tyson. She's 93 years where, old. Though? Where? Where? Like, bitch, where? Where? Where exactly? <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, where? Bitch, where? Um, so my God, like she's, she's just been here forever. It's, it's amazing to see. And you know why, right? Cause she'd be out here minding Mind her business, business and moisturizing her skin and drinking That's water. That's right. Drinking the water. That's words to live by. Thank you, Cicely, for Thank showing you, us Cicely. being a example. We might not even say that at the end today. We might just be like, Cicely Tyson. And exactly. then that's it. Cicely Tyson. <laughs> that's all you really need in, to say. In, in honor of her. Um, okay. So this is good news. Okay. <laughs> that's great. That's great. I'm excited. Uh, we don't have a lot of good news. Puffy, because I can't call him nothing else, wants to buy the oh, Panthers. Okay. The North Carolina Panthers, right? I did hear that. The Carolina Panthers. I'm excited about that. I see that. That's the move. What What excited me? What really excited me is the fact that Colin Kaepernick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. So while I do do have, while I do feel ways about Puffy, he does make me laugh, and I think this is an amazing move for a black man to be able to purchase a football team. Um, And if we're able to get Kaepernick back in the ring. You know what I'm saying? It is going to piss them <laughs> off. And I am going to hopscotch, nigga. Oh, I'm about man. to celebrate my black ass off. I would be willing to contribute to anything, whatever whatever we need to get to make this happen. I got five on it. That's Listen, all I'm going to say. Grab your boys. Let's get keys. <laughs> I got five on it. Listen I do. Me too. Shit. I do. I got five on it. For real. Y'all just let me know what we need. That's what we it. need? How can we make this happen? If we so, need, if we can get Colin Kaepernick on the other side of the table, oh my God, man! Listen, the they went be pissed. Oh my gosh, they will be pissed. So the whites, the whites will be, <laughs> the upset. Whites will be angry. Okay, in their feelings. <laughs> oh, sweet victory! I'm, I might literally smile every day after that. It's like, okay. I, <laughs> like every day, I might smile. Oh. Um. Man. What else we got? We don't really have a whole lot. Uh, Kiki, okay, White. wait a second. Oh, birthday. what? <laughs> she, did. she did and sung and sung her face. Sung her face. She sang her crazy. Well, she sings her no. her level of singing matches her level of crazy. I was about to say, honey, she's just about as crazy as three Cash left shit. <laughs> like three left ones yeah. in a box. But listen, she sings. That's all we really Different need. Sizes. Yeah, she, that's all we want Kiki to ever do is sing. Every time she I don't want her to do it to be the song. Nothing. I want everything in song. Nothing else. That's Good right. morning. It's yes, time sir. to breastfeed because we know she does a whole lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> just, she that's sings. all I need. She sings. That's all I we need. Speak your name, Kiki. I was gonna say that I would like to shout out Robin Roberts. Um. For that, by Felicia, heard around the world this this past week. Oh, uh, to Omanopsa. Oh, <laughs> I'm a rocha. <laughs> Ray. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> what did Cockroach do to what happened? I mean, I know what she did, but what did he, what happened? No, Robin Roberts from Good Morning America. So, Omanopsa oh. was on uh, Good Morning America. She was being interviewed by uh, Michael Strahan. Yes, where she's talked about us and community. Yes, and, and she talked about all, all how she's, you know, was going to fight for her people and how she was working. 14 year relationship with Donald Trump and how this is not her first tour of duty in the White House because she served the Clinton administration and all this rigmarole child um, about how, you know, even after serving this administration for the year as the only black woman in this administration, she has oh. quite a story to tell and she's ready to tell that story and Shevela, 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 Shevela. You and that donkey ass Stacey Dash were on the same damn train Listen, before. Don't I don't try have to time flip for neither. I don't know what community of whomever you are speaking of, but it is not the one that I belong to. And I know that I belong. Right. So after she told her story and, and told about how she was getting ready to tell her story, ready to tell the story of her experience working in the White House for this past year. Um, <sighs> exactly. So uh, Robin, so Michael Strahan wraps up the interview and then, you know, they cut back to Robin and, and she's back at the desk and she's like, yeah, I bet she's going to sell that story. Oh, um, I did see that. I did see that. Like, yeah, I bet. I bet that's what she's going to do. And she was like, bye, Felicia. And then just kept right on. You know, it was just a well-placed, a very well-played yeah. bye, Felicia. So and then so Omarosa responded and said something like, this, uh, you know, Robin Roberts' response was just, you know, evidence of a civil war going on between black women. Let me tell you, <laughs> seventy-four things, sis. One <laughs> and sixty-three percent. This is not about <laughs> black women, uh, and you know, civil war between black women. This is about a war between black women and you. <laughs> it's right. like we because we don't like you. This is not about. This is you not about me. one another. This is no. not about that. This is not about our, not our sense of, of community and sisterhood. That's not no. No. The fact of the matter is, sis, you have been asked you to turn. You have been asked to turn your rollers in. You cannot <laughs> sit with us. You must submit your rollers. Submit all of the things that make you your a black girl. Combs. Submit your hot combs. Submit your golden hots. Submit. Hot. Su submit all of that. You have to return to sender because you are just no longer your welcome. Yeah, yeah. All your Hawaiian silky, all your pink, uh, pink lotion. We need all. Tail. We're gonna be needing all of that back. Your sis. hard brush. We're gonna be needing all of that back. All of your royal crown. Mm -hmm. We're gonna mm -hmm. need that because you can't use it anymore. I mean, it's just not for you. Your velvet purple bag that you keep your barrettes in. You can't yeah. have none of or that. Or that your diapers. With you know that baby, <laughs> that old baby diaper box where you keep your bobos. <laughs> We're gonna need that back as well, all sis. Your bobos we need too. All of that. All of your black girl magic has Give been me your hard brush and your backup died. hard brush. We don't want you. That's what no. it is, sis. Just no. put it where back there, in the words of <laughs> another fallen soldier, Wendy Williams. Okay. <laughs> put it where back, back there. there. All right. We don't want you. Not about that. So, uh, yeah. So, mm. I'm going to hopefully we'll, we will we'll make that like the last time that we mention Oma Nopso on this show because I'm sick of her and her folly and foolishness. Um, and we so can I hope she falls off of B.O.B.'s flat earth. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Girl. Let's move on to some positivity. Shout out to my sis. Shout out to my sister. My sister's popping right now. Like. 
right then, it's time for shout out to my sis. And this week, I am so excited and very, very proud to feature um, Coco's Cupcakes of Washington, D.C. Mm. Coco's Cupcakes. Coco was one of our wonderful sponsors for Typing Fast and Taking Care of D.C. that was held this past Friday. Um, and she furnished some of the most delicious cupcakes. Mm. Um, uh, for the event, she had regular regular cupcakes. She also had some infused cupcakes. She sure did, <laughs> and they were infused with goodness and mercy. They had like little <laughs> shots on them. It was so like going yes, to the club. It was just a good time. <laughs> it was an adult cupcake for mm-hmm. it was for grown folks, grown folks business cupcakes. So I want you guys to head on over to www.cocoscupcakes.com for all of your baking needs. Um, the website features uh, all of the co- all of the cupcakes that Coco um, offers. Uh, she has a a waffle. A, 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 I, th- I think this is a chicken and waffle cupcake, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Uh, and all kinds. I mean, it looks like waffles. I don't know. Hopefully, I'm not making that up. But yeah, check it out. Um, and you can also follow her on Instagram at Coco underscore cupcakes. Um, but yeah, we would love for you guys to check that out. Um, and a shout out to uh, the owner, Chloe. Um, and thanks yes. again for furnishing the cupcakes for Typing Fast and Taking Care. The cupcakes were delicious, weren't they, sis? They were so good. I took mine back to the hotel and I uh, enjoyed it after I enjoyed something else. Oh, I bet you did, sis. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she also um, offers uh, chocolate-covered strawberries and all mm. kinds of wonderful confections. Uh, so, yeah. Be in the kitchen, whipping work. Make Ow, sure you support. Hallelujah. So, yeah, y'all do that. Um and all the information will be in the description box per use. So shout out to uh, to Chloe of Coco's Cupcakes. Um, and thanks again, sis. Y'all be sure to check her out. And y'all be sure to also make sure that you look at the description box. We always put the links. We work hard to make sure hard. that we provide the information in the description box. So if we ever slip up, you're more than welcome to shout it out. But make sure you all check, check out the description box every episode because we are sure to feature um, those who are shouted out. In deedle need. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Deedle leak. Oh, it's the roll call, baby. It's the roll call, baby. It's the roll call, baby. It's the roll call. Hey, what's up, y'all? What you gotta say? Who's on the mic with JV today? Well, it's Kia waking up with Ed, Lisa, and Dre. Give me shots to all the peeps from around my way. And that sounds cool, and that may be, but where you coming from? What's your city? Well, some think I'm crazy, and others kind of strange, but whatever it is, I think I'm representing White Plains. White Plains is in the hey, house. Hey, White Plains hey, is in the hey, house. Hey. So, Good welcome time. to, there's a reason we started off the kitchen table talk so litty fi litty. Because those days are this, over. Just kidding. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they are absolutely 100% done and finished. Aww. I know. It's really sad, but we're going to have a good time with it. So in honor of our episode today, says, what do, what are you eating at the kitchen table? You know, I uh, actually had some extra uh, wings from Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh, Heated those up in the oven, gave them a little rejuge, mm-hmm. and uh, they were just delicious. You know, a juge is always, it can always salvage three-day-old food. Shout out to our caterer, man. Those wings were lit. 
Ooh, yes, I dropped my phone. Denise. Don't bother. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, in honor of today's kitchen table talk, I am eating some beefaroni. Oh man. Um, some MSG. Go ahead. <laughs> some MSG. <laughs> some hot pockets. I don't know. I always oh, hated hot pockets. Actually, no. I'm mean, actually. I'm gonna keep it real black. I'm eating a bologna sandwich. Oh. I fried my bologna and I toasted my bread and I put some mustard on it. Mm. Popped a bubble. Of course, you know where the bologna it raises up. <laughs> you got to cut it. Got to make sure cut it. Make sure that bologna is flat. You know what I'm saying? So you can get maximum real estate in your sandwich. But I kind of like it when it raises up because it gives me it gives me like a little bit of nostalgia. And you make sure the edges get real crispy and black. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a proper bologna Shout sandwich. Out to bologna Actually, sandwiches. So I, I haven't had a bologna sandwich. In I haven't had a bologna years. sandwich in, uh, in no less than twenty, 20 years. Twenty. Years. I might treat myself <laughs> for the holidays this year. Maybe. Maybe but I'll just not. allow myself to. I asked my grandma to make me a bologna sandwich, a fried bologna. She might like that actually. Grandma, you make I me think, a bologna sandwich. She'd be like, I'm, I'm sure we like, Noah's never gonna know what bologna is, man. <sighs> Speaking of, that's what we're gonna talk about today, guys. All the things that the youth of today, things from yes. our childhoods. That the youth of today will never, ever, 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 ever understand or know anything about. The things of yesteryear. Memories. (laughs) Like the corners of our minds. Yes. All of those things. Misty watercolor. Yes. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk. We we have come up with a list of things. And uh, it was fun coming up with this list of things because it makes you think about your childhood and being a teenager. And I feel like... Teenagers are extinct, if that makes any sense. (laughs) (laughs) Because all of these things that made us teenagers are like, they don't have those anymore. They're just like little robots. Like little Sophias marching around. So these are all of the things that my child and all of the other (laughs) generations around her are are not going to ever know about. Okay, so I'm going to tell you guys how we started, how, how this even came to be. Me and my husband were driving and we passed Toys R Us. And Noah goes, oh, daddy, there's Toys R Us. Remember when we went there? And so me and Tristan were like, yeah, you know, we were talking, we started talking about toy stores and everything. And I said, wait, you came to this Toys R Us? And he was like, yeah, man. He was like, they've been closing all the Toys R Us down. He was like, so you got, you know, there's very few of them. I was like, damn, they about to, Toys R Us is about to be extinct. Like, I was like, they already took FAO Schwartz. He was like, you remember KB Toys? I was like, KB Toys! <laughs> but like, they are literally getting rid of childhood. Now, Kia told me she ain't never been in a toy store well, before. Well, I just, okay, so... <laughs> I'm, my heart is just halfway broken. I, I mean, I'm just saying I don't have any memories of toy stores. I think that maybe maybe mm. because I was grown and at... at <laughs> at the kitchen table watching as the world turns with my grandmother but i don't know like i don't i don't remember I, mean, that too, yes. I don't <laughs> remember um i don't have like the like you and you and tristan were like turned about like kb toys i don't remember like getting excited about the toy stores my mama would go to toy stores and bring toys home for me and brian but as far as like me going to the toy store to pick something out for myself i don't think that that happened ever well, it was like it was like Disney World, so it was very few and far in between that I got to go to the toy store and actually pick stuff out. But when you went to the toy store, it was an experience. Like you walked in, and it's like this overwhelming feeling of joy. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm trying to figure out how to 
how to correlate it I, to I mean, I, 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 I would imagine. I mean, like, it would be like if someone let me loose in a Sephora. Okay, I'll tell you. Oh, yes. If someone you, said, hey, girl, or, go to Sephora and get whatever you want, I probably would get to wheezing and carrying on. Like, I'm sorry, you said what? <laughs> for me, it's like having a really bad day, like having a really, really, really awful, terrible, bad day. A day of travel. I was flying. And when I, and you know, your blood is thin when you're flying and you've had a horrible travel day. And so you come down, your blood's still thin and you take that first hit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this, and what an analogy. Like, it's like the most amazing hit because, you know, you like your whole head just feels light. Like it detaches from your body because nigga, your blood's thin and it's like, whoo, nigga. That's what it's like going to the toy store. Okay. All right. Because you don't always get high like that. But anyway, so <laughs> so that's how this conversation came to be. So we were like, damn, like Noah be online shopping. Like she legit be looking <laughs> online and telling us. She does. She <laughs> like, be telling us. She's like, she told uh, Tristan today, she goes, Daddy, um, for Christmas, can I please have a Peppa Pig kitchen? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's adorable. Mind you, she already has a kitchen. And Tristan says to her, you already have a kitchen. And she's like, but I don't have a Peppa Pig kitchen. That's right. <laughs> said, Let me make this clear for you because you're not understanding where I'm coming from. I do not I want have you to know. what I want. <laughs> this is what I want. I know what I have. I'm telling you and what I, I want. And I want y'all to notice how she knew to ask daddy because, <clears throat> and I'm not saying ask daddy and not mommy. I'm saying she knew to say, can you get me? Because ain't no Santa beer. Oh, Lord, here we go. It's not. Well, we'll save that for another episode. <laughs> you can be a Scrooge next week, sis. It's fine. Um, so, yeah, uh, we thought it would be super cool to talk about things like toy stores that children don't really, children of today don't really have a concept of. So uh, uh, Jade started, she made this massive list. So we tried to categorize them um, and hopefully we'll run through them and just kind of Reminisce on the love we had. All right. Where you want to start? Um, let's do let's start right here at the beginning, at the top here. The children of today will never know anything about the joys of VHS tapes. Now I understand that we have DVDs and Blu-rays right now. I know that we can watch things on Amazon Prime, we can stream all kinds of movies, and we have those things and in, in their convenience, and we do appreciate modern technology and all of its wonder. Right. But there is just something to be said for a good old VHS tape that you the hearing hearing the tape rewind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Being able to, you know, stop it and and restart, you know, all of that. I mean, you can do that on your laptop, but and um what my my favorite part of the VHS um genre movement, I guess you could say, type, era in time era. was, you know, being able to record things on TV. Oh, my God. Because, I mean, if we can just segue to another thing on the list, won't know DVR. If you missed, mm -mm. If you missed the series finale of, that was it. of Cosby Show, you missed it. You're not going to see it till, till 2017. You are just going to have to wait until <laughs> you get grown and it's available then. But if you missed it, it wasn't you no. Missed it for, you missed it forever. Forever, ever. But yeah, but like having that and then being able to watch it and then like having tapes. Like I had cassette tapes filled with old episodes of things. Like Label. I had like a Martin tape. I had yeah. a Living Single tape. I had a Facts of Life tape. 
Facts of life. Oh, yes. I had it all. Awful- take the good, you oh, my take God. the best. That's another Sorry. thing that children don't know anything about now. Theme songs. Tootie. Television theme um, songs. Yes. Because me and my brother, did we talk about this on the show? I feel like we Yeah, I have. think we did, but, but it doesn't matter. Perfect Strangers. I want everyone to stop what you're doing right now in YouTube. Uh, the theme song for Perfect Strangers. Because when I tell you that that white man is singing from the very depths of his soul, <laughs> and it's just like, there's no way that you can listen to that song and not be like, sing, sir. Stand right. Toe. <laughs> listen, I don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> on the wings of my dreams. Like, rise and fall on the wings of my dreams. Okay? <laughs> What are you saying, sir? And what does this have to do with Larry and Balky? Nothing. It doesn't matter because it was the jam. It doesn't matter. But when the song came on, everybody stopped and paid attention. So yeah. what happens if we start singing Golden Girls right now? We're going to keep singing. That's right. Like, it's, that's just how it goes. <laughs> so they're never going to have those joys. They're never going to experience the aggravation. But now I miss those little aggravations of going to the blockbuster oh, yes. and renting a movie racking up and the, having a movie night. Racking up those rental fees so your late fees, girl, are astronomical. Black, that little plastic card. Blockbuster card in your wallet, I was just about to say. Child, I didn't have nothing in that wallet but my Girl Scout, uh, <laughs> my Girl Scout uh, ID and my Blockbuster card. And a Blockbuster card I, and a Hollywood video card. I thought I was doing something. <laughs> like, let me get my wallet, put it in my purse. <laughs> Be like, and you like, I just oh, going to the video store was fun. Like going, looking around, going through the categories, making fun of certain movies. It was like an experience. Getting home, seeing that the raggedy nigga who had the movie before you didn't rewind it. Terrible, and judging him profusely. Like, ugh, what kind of what kind of uncircumcised philistine? Did you have a separate uh, like rewinder? For your all's tapes, the fast one. Yes, I did. Yeah, it was that came later. It was that came, <laughs> that came a little bit later. I remember being mm-hmm. like a preteen, mm-hmm. was like girl, put that in the rewinder. We don't have time. Like, take that out the VCR. What are you doing? That's so old school. Oh my god, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Having to fast forward and like carefully watch the TV so you can get to the part that you're looking for, and the like your heart sinking. Because remember. Listen, when you had remember when you like said your VCR and you had to make sure that like the TV channel was right and the cable box yes. channel was right and it yes. that sinking feeling when you think that you getting ready to watch the Soul Train Awards that you taped because you could you know the ser- they came on Sunday night and you had to go to afternoon service so you couldn't watch them right when they came on and you go in the living room and you get yourself set to watch your tape only to find blackness <laughs> <laughs> blackness on the tape like it didn't record what you mean. <laughs> But I did everything right. I just did what it said. Like, being totally devastated. You had to set the v- VCR. L- oh, my God. Remotes be damned. You had to sync your TV with your VCR and make sure that that sit- shit was set right so that you could watch your show. Or it was lost forever, nigga. What? No streaming, nothing. 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 You guys will never know a world where there's no streaming, you little lazy bastards. Anyway, um... <laughs> So in in the same vein of tapes, cassette tapes. And taping shit off the radio. Taping shit off the radio. You just got to do that. Like if you didn't have, if if you didn't have a little boy make you a mixtape <laughs> of song. You in love. He heard off of Hot 97. You in love. You just weren't. I'm sorry. It wasn't dude. real love. I'm sorry. He I, didn't like you for real. He really didn't. Like they will. He likes somebody else. They're going to give, like, kids going to be giving each other, like, title playlists and... <laughs> Spotify playlists. 
be like, girl, here's my login. I mean, and while that's love, I get it. No, it's not the same. You guys don't get that good nostalgic feeling. Having a really like you have the uh, the top 10 or whatever and you, you have to record that on the tape, making sure you set like you'll play this little, uh, you know, when you have what DJ comes on. Y'all don't know nothing about it. Oh, I'm in my heart is broken. So sad. So very sad. Speak Walkmans. Discmans. Oh, so. Discmans. Discmans. Discmans were Running. a total waste of time <laughs> because you couldn't do anything but literally sit there and hold the discman steady. If not, the shit skipped. I mean, you had, to, like, you had to focus on holding it still. Literally. Otherwise, it sounded like silk meeting in my bedroom the whole time. <laughs> Girl, please don't be <laughs> late. Yeah. 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 Like, but I have to walk. Like, <laughs> how I'm supposed to put it? Like, and you had to like sit it right in your book bag so that it wouldn't tilt. It was just hard work. Very, and very then you hard had to work. carry CDs with you, right? Because nigga, it was CDs <laughs> that you had to actually go to the store and buy. Like, you couldn't download nothing. Like, what download? No, I went to the Galleria and I bought this from Sam Goody. Sam Goody <laughs> to the F to what the FYE is Tower Records. I mean, I was, out I was out here getting my getting my things, waiting until like looking up or listening on the radio to find out when like someone was on Tony Brax was on the radio talking about my CD is coming out on Tuesday. So you had to make sure that you got Sam Goody on Tuesday so you can and got the CD before it sold out. Oh, it was gone because I mean, after Sam Goody sold them 14 copies, everybody else was out of luck. And opening the plastic of a new CD is I remember when my dad brought home um I was about to say the Art of War, but that's not what I'm talking about. Notor- uh, not Notorious Thugs, but the out- Life-, Life After Death. When he brought home Life After Death, because that's when niggas start doing double discs. Oh, my gosh. And that's when it got real lit. And you open up that plastic, and then you have that annoying plastic sticker piece on top that you have to break off. But that, uh, that I will- sticker piece, I would just ruin. Oh, I so many, oh so break so many CD break covers with so that many. stupid ass. <laughs> it was just like, I don't understand why would they put this on here? Like, I spent my $13.99. And Y'all already have the plastic on I it. can't even get in this joint. Why you need the sticker? So stupid. So stupid. Anyway. Unnecessary. Um, so speaking of recording things, let's talk about real life answer machines that sat on your mama's nightstand. Separate answer machines that had actual tapes. With actual tapes. Like, <laughs> Little itty bitty miniature tapes, itty tapes. Children have no <laughs> recollection of these things. Isn't that fascinating? No. Oh my god! Having to get your ass home real quick and destroy that tape because somebody called and left a, a, a voicemail that you don't want your mother to. Your hear. teacher called and said that you know asked your mama to give her a call, so you had to get home and do your good rewinding mm-hmm. and forwarding. You, <laughs> hi. We just want to let you know that Jade was in ISS again today. <laughs> 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 Listen, it would be de- it would be total devastation to your plan if somebody recorded another message after the teacher left. Oh, be like, oh, oh god! It's all ter- it's just all over from. Excuse me. But yes, so bad. Actual actual separate answering machines. That's what they were called. Yeah. Answering machines. A voicemailware. No, you had a machine, and your mama was literally talking on it. Like, thank you for calling. Right. <laughs> You've reached the Jimenez family. <laughs> We're not home now, but if you leave us some or hi, you've reached Jade. I'm not gonna say the rest of everybody else's yeah. name, but <laughs> yes, everybody's name. You say everybody's, everybody's name. <laughs> oh my god, Felicia Shaquan. <laughs> oh my god. 
What about, okay, so I'm going to tell you what the kids are never going to know a world without. What? Right? Selfie is probably about to be in the dictionary if it's not already. Aww, it probably is. I remember. So, so, so they know about selfies. Like, they're not going to know a world without a camera phone because they're never going to know about the disposable camera. They're never going to know about, like, non-automatic cameras or cameras that you have right. to, like, put film in and develop. Film. And cameras that you have... Like, remember you had to, like, advance the film? <laughs> like, yes. the film that didn't yes, advance by end. itself? Like, you were like... <laughs> or you, you, listen, you have to... Oh, my gosh. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I remember coming back from vacation. My mom used to have a whole camera case full of film, and she would have to go to CVS or Walgreens at that time, and actually get it developed. Rock bottom, put her, <laughs> take her pictures. And be like, I got to get my pictures developed, and it'd be like, and it takes like, like a week, a week and a half. <laughs> and the man will call and leave a message on the air machine talking about your pictures are ready for people. Pictures are ready. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, and then half of them are, are half black, exactly, <laughs> or like because somebody's thumb was over the or. Head. I remember my, I got beaten one time for exposing one of my moms. Like, you know, you couldn't like expose the film. Yes, when it was in the little I capsule. I opened it. Girl, you don't ruin my pictures. <laughs> it was so traumatic. Fun fact, fun fact about those little film capsules. Oh, Lord. They were so secure. My grandmother, she used to sneak extra liquor into restaurants <laughs> in those film capsules. Talk about a shot, yeah. honey. Come on. She would pour, she'd pour a bit of her drink. It, it would already be a drink. So we'd be like, Mimi, you just poured, like, what is that? She's like, it's not strong enough. <laughs> but listen, bruh, isn't it crazy? Like, could you imagine, like, having to take a picture and wait to see what it looks like? Like, waiting days? Y'all had to wait. Like, you had to wait a week. Like, if I took a picture of my phone right now and I could not look at that picture for seven days, like, what? That doesn't make any sense. What? You don't know that world. I, like, the children have no concept of patience. That's why all of them are running around here screaming at their parents. Because they don't know how... And this is before carpooling. Oh, well, before... Everyone was just so y'all just around. be big and wide in these pictures, mm-hmm. and you don't see it until a week and a half later. <laughs> no idea, no idea that your your eyebrows are as wide as Saskatchewan on your forehead. Wide open spaces. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Another thing that the children will never ever know anything about is looking up a phone number in the yellow pages. The yellow and the white pages for businesses. Bruh, if your grandma, you know your grandma kept the big old yellow pages and the white pages right underneath the phone in the kitchen. Yep. So that you can look up everything. And right next to right on top of those two books were the family address book. <laughs> yes. That's- it has everybody's Everyone, physical, address, physical address, phone number, and last name, physical address, yes, and phone number. And she would With send tabs. you down there. And, and and if you was like me, if you was a church kid, in the back, it will also have the phone sheets for all of the the choirs and auxiliaries that your parents served in. And your mama would send you downstairs and say, kid, go down there and call Brenda and tell her to tell the rest of the soprano <laughs> that choir rehearsal will be actually moved back until 7.30. We're not meeting at 7 o'clock because Pastor has called us into a special meeting. So I would have to call. <laughs> I would have to go and tell call Brenda. Brenda and tell her to pass it down because, you know, they had a phone tree. Pass that yes. message down. They're never going to know. Oh, they're never going to know a world. They all, they're never going to really know about the landline. They might know a little bit, like maybe somebody's grandmother has one. <laughs> However, there was a world where we, there was no caller ID. There was no caller ID. There was no call waiting. What about busy signals? There was no call waiting. Busy signals, children. Doot, doot. 
Oh my god. 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 You can call any hood phone now, any any store in the hood, and you're gonna get the busiest signal. It still don't work. Oh, so but good. they're never gonna know a world where there's no caller ID. A world with landline phones where the phone doesn't go more than a foot. You can't walk more than a foot away from the phone or you're going to yank the whole shit out of the wall. And other black girl and, and black girl uh, is black girls are brilliant and amazing news. Did you know that a black woman created a caller call, caller ID? I can fully believe that. Isn't that perfect? Yes. That is just so you true. You know why? Because like, people don't like never an innovation on their phone. Playing on my phone. Never an innovation was so fitting. Like, you know, so like, mm. so apropos. Like, doesn't mm-hmm. that just make sense? Like, America? Think about that. Think like, mm. I want to see who this is. I want to know who is calling my phone before I who actually playing answer on it. my phone? Like, a black woman said, I'm going to figure out a way to figure out who is playing on my phone like this. So we want to you know give why? a shout out to Dr. Shirley Jackson. Of course her name is Shirley Jackson. Woo, that's black as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley Jackson don't like people playing on her phone. And so she went through the scientifics of making sure that she knew how to check. Listen, she said, I am going to learn fiber optics. I am going to know exactly. Because I'm sick of Star 69 and Star 67. You niggas is about to show your faces. Totally not playing. You've been showing your ass. Not playing <laughs> with you hoes. Yes. But yes, no call waiting. Like there was a time where you had to be like, I'm waiting on a call. Like I got to call you back real quick and you got to hang up the phone because the other person would not be able to get in get they would not be able to get you they can't call you if the phone is occupied so so amazing yes dr shirley and jackson we thank you did you have a beeper i did but my mama didn't know about it until she knew about it and threw it out the window of her moving pontiac grandam It went off in the car. And she was like, what's that? Let me see. And rolled her window down, honey, and threw that joint over her shoulder. Like, didn't I tell you? Don't bring that mess in my house. My dad did that one time with my cell phone. He threw it on the concrete. He was like, who are you talking to? It was somebody he didn't want me to talk to. He took that phone. He was like, let me see real quick. Took my phone and smashed it. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) It's awful. Just like, what kind of rage? Like, I was just like, like, what kind of destructive rage are you doing? This is abuse. This is actually so wrong of you. (laughs) This is is emotionally abusive and traumatizing for a child. Like, you are just beyond. For a teenager. I mean, just like, I mean, just in the course of conversation, just threw it out and was just like, yeah, girl. So then we got to go over here to ShopRite because, you know, I got to get a pack of chicken legs for dinner tomorrow. I'm like, girl, you just threw my thing out the window. What is wrong with you? Well, you know you weren't supposed to have it. So anyway, about that, those chicken legs. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly how it went. But I, I did have pages and beepers because my mother wanted to know how to get in touch with me if I was out. She was like, uh-uh. And you know what the code is. Rhonda said that there was never, ever to be a time that she did not know where I was or who I was with. So a beeper well, was of no use to her. <laughs> If, and no use to me. If my mother needed to hit me on my hip real quick, she needed to call my me. My mother would actually hit or, me on my hip with her fist. <laughs> <laughs> you be where I say you be. I'd be like, oh, okay, girl. Yo, God. Parents were problematic back then. I remember in the eighth grade when my mother punched me in the chest. That would never fly today. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> those children, children of today won't know spankings the way that I knew them. <laughs> they will okay? not. Nor will they ever know about taking a road trip 
and having to use a map. And then when things got a little bit more advanced, Map, map quest. quest. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but yeah, map is a thing. My family, my grandfather specifically, really, really big on seeing the country, like via, yep, via uh, the road. Like, So we took tons, like every year of my life, we took a road trip with my, with my family and with my church family as well. And so like, I have seen 42 of the 50 states. Oh, that's dope. Before, yes. All of this was before MapQuest. So my grandfather had this big map and he would literally sit it out um, and we would literally plan trips and like map out which interstates would take us to other interstates and we would pick hotels and all of this. And we would go on these tours for like 10 days to two weeks at a time and we would pick, like he would literally pick five to six states and we would go, five to six cities and, and we would go to each. Like we would just, you know, do this thing. And we did it every summer. Um for at least 20 years. Like, I think the last one that I went on was like the summer before I graduated from college. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, we went all the way. We went to California. We went to San Francisco. We went to LA. Um, so yeah, I've, I have, and I keep asking him like when I want to make him laugh, I'd be like, do you know, we never, we ain't been to Hawaii. He'd be like, yeah, you let me know when they finish the bridge, girl. We going. <laughs> we are on the way. Okay. That's cute. But yeah. My grandfather was big on road trips, mm-hmm. um, big on maps. And he knew all the highways, how to get everywhere. Um, and he, <laughs> he, uh, his favorite thing to do was stop at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> it was always a Cracker Cracker Barrel is new to the game. Like when I we were taking trips back in the day, it was always Waffle House. Cracker Barrel is is low key new to the scene. No, let me see. When did Cracker? Uh, uh-uh. let's look up Cracker Barrel. Let's see when they were established. I don't remember them until Cracker. I was older. Barrel of crackers. We used to go to that dreadful, um, dreadful Shoney's. Oh, oh, Shoney's is terrible. Makes me want to literally scratch my face off. I hate Shoney's. We used to go to that awful terrible buffet that was like literally where we would go all the time and now and now if i see a shoney's i literally could take out a cannon and blow it to smithereens 1969 really oh maybe it was just maybe it was like maybe because we were coming from the northeast there certainly were not a thing up here he was going he would be going from northeast down yeah, south so. And so as he got further down he loved cracker barrel and we would stop at cracker barrel and eat that racist food. Um, <laughs> barrel of crackers. I'm oh, telling you, no. I have definitely been right. Ra- I have been racially profiled at Cracker Barrel. That uh, fried okra is lit, though. Oh my god! And so are those pancakes. <laughs> They're like from heaven. It's delicious. It's just like Chick Fil A. The, the hate makes it tasty. Hateful <laughs> seasoning. Them. Them baked apples, nigga. I'll be going in on them baked apples and some biscuits. What are I you talking about? I just don't like about? that they leave the skin on them. Ugh. I don't mind. It just, you know, it's fine. I eat them with those delicious fluffy I biscuits and life is all right. Fine. A side of fried okra. Fried oh, okra. Nigga, that fried okra is lit. And I like my extra burnt. Like, can I have it? Yes. Like burnt, the, bur- the burnt means soul in my house. So if I say I want some soul, Same. soul, I want soul okra. That means I want you to damn near burn it all. Like, like. It's almost beyond recognition. It's just got to be good and crunchy. When we cooked our black people breakfast, you know what black people breakfast was. It was grits, sausage, eggs. Racism. <laughs> okay, um, go ahead. It was. It was black people breakfast. You know that was black people breakfast. And my father will always tell us, 
burn the sausage. Make sure you burn my sausage. He wanted his patties black. Awesome. Hey, black patties. All right. Um, patties. We forgot when we were talking about answering machines and phones. And what? The children of today will never. Do they have to still memorize their phone numbers? They don't know about memorizing phone numbers. The science of memorizing phone numbers. How you used to have to know like your phone number and your six best friends' phone numbers by heart. <laughs> by <laughs> heart. thing, man. Totally. And you weren't a real friend if you didn't know your friend's exactly. number by heart. Or if you didn't know your friend's parents when you called because you all called enough. Mm-hmm. Ooh, or when your mother would pick up the phone while you were on the phone. And Rhonda would be like, excuse me, I need my phone. Excuse me, who are you talking? No, at least she didn't ask you who you were talking to on the phone. <laughs> who is this? My, fa- my father would be like, who's this? And then ask and then make fun of people's oh, names. Anyway, I know. You're going to terrorize there. Noah just like that, please. I have already exactly. started. So they're never going to know a world of dial-up internet. I can't even make the sound. I don't even know if I remember what it sounds like. Yes! Yes! Literally, that's what it sounded like <laughs> while your internet was like booting up, oh, trying to. Oh Remember AOL used to send them disc in the middle. Yes. <laughs> Yo, the free internet disc. That was what kept our internet Yo. on. That's is, that's how we had yeah, internet. Got, was like, all in this. Ninety nine free hours, bro. You mad? Yo. You are so mad. Yo, I had so many internet discs. My mother was like, "I'm not buying no internet. We can keep getting them discs." <laughs> terrible. <laughs> They're never gonna know a world with fax machines. Oh, I kind of miss fax machines. I do too, because I was able to like use my parents' fax machine as a phone line. Oh, mm-hmm. See, I wasn't yeah, that sad. That's how you we didn't have game. a fax machine at the house. Y'all fancy. The only reason we had one is because my father had a flooring oh, business. True. That's literally the only reason we had one because <laughs> he worked for himself. So we had fax machines. We had big ass computers. I remember the first computer we had. We had a Macintosh. So fancy. We ended up getting a fat back ass Macintosh oh my with goodness. free internet. With the black and green, with the black screen and the green letters. I'm lying. We had a, a Hewlett Packard. <laughs> I remember them black screens with the big cursor, the big block cursor. And, yes. Um, they're nev- they'll never know typewriters. They're, they'll what? What are you talking Word about? Processing. They're never gonna know what a typewriter. Son, did is. you see that commercial? Um, like it's like a tablet commercial, and the little girl is like in the backyard. She's using her a tablet with a keyboard, and the lady is like, "What are you? What are you? Um, what are you doing on your laptop?" She's like, "What's a laptop?" I'm like, "Oh God!" <laughs> oh my God! So they're definitely not gonna know what a desktop Bruh, is. It's a wrap. A PC. A PC, because it wasn't even called a the desktop thing, because it wasn't no laptop. Ain't no laptop, yeah. It was a computer. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. I got my first computer in fifth grade. Like yours? I, like your own? My own computer. Oh. I had a uh, a computer in fifth grade, and my and I remember when I got it, I got computer games. I got Home Alone, and I got Mavis Speak and Teachers Typing. But did you have Oregon Trail? Oregon Trail was <laughs> my... Join. My jam. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Yo, I used to be I, so pressed to do my homework because in school, if you finish your homework in class or you finish your class, you got to play Oregon Trail. Play Oregon Trail. Yep. Listen, 
I used that's to all I wanted there. to do. I used to be back there with a notebook and like like such specific strategy to play Oregon Trail. Like Listen. I used to have it all mapped out in terms of what I needed to buy and sell and borrow and win in order for me to make it to Oregon. I was a little Amish girl named Sarah <laughs> when it came when it came down to it. A nigga loved Oregon Trail. I couldn't wait to go buy them damn yaks and all real. everything it that you. <laughs> It was like the original sense. Oh. <laughs> oh. It was. Yo, I used to be so pressed to play to want to play Oregon Trail. Oh, I love that game. They're never going to know what Oregon Trail is. God. All right. Let's talk since we in the school. Let's talk about um in the vein of like school back in the day. Let's talk about how these children will never ever know like an the bike when encyclopedias were actual books in your house. Like you have, what about the famous words that your parents would give you with Go the dictionary? Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> look it up. Look it up was the three words that my father used for everything. We had so we had a Roger's a thesaurus. We had an almanac, a farmer's almanac, a yep. big a big dictionary, yep. and we had a, a full set of encyclopedias from A through Z. And every time I had a, a report or anything of anything like it, where I had to look up or anything, I would get sent downstairs to that den to get one of them encyclopedias. And that would be literally the basis of my paper, whatever it was. And Absolutely. it was like, oh, my gosh, like children will never ever having to look things up and having to like, you know, in terms of like uh knowing that landlines comes before uh lynch mobs <laughs> like 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 you have to like like would they ever get that you know what i'm saying like you know having to understand how these things work no because they can just type it into the google box and know everything in a matter of seconds they you can type everything into google they're never going to know a world without google they're never going to know what it is to pick up books to have to go to the to library to go to the library and find a book to go to the library and actually have to like have a library card and it, and it, and especially if you needed to look up like movies and newspapers from back in the day, you had to like get one of those bibliograph machines. Newspapers, like, like newspapers, right? Do they? Do the children? Newspapers. Do people still get newspapers? We used to get a paper delivered to the house. Does that still happen? I'm sure that. Does that still uh, happen? I don't. I, maybe if you have a subscription. We had a we had a subscription to our to our local paper, the Journal News, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> And uh, we did. And it would come to the house. I sure remember that. Speaking of movies, you would look up things in the newspaper. Remember you had to look up movies? If you want to know what time the movie was playing, you had to look it up in the newspaper. You had to look in the you paper. Had to look, you, had, you got a TV guide to know. And you had to look at the TV guide to see what was coming on when. Wasn't no TV guide on your cable boxes. <laughs> no. No, you had to you had to pick up a little t- a little pamphlet. Oh my god! <laughs> it was as big as a jet so magazine, good. and it always had somebody on the front of it that was in TV. And you had to look up and see when stuff was going to come on, and it actually came on when it was supposed to, for the most part. Uh, but you had to look in the TV guide to figure that so out. Much fun, right? Oh, my, oh my gosh, I can't. This is another one. Remember when things like when places like closed for the weekend, like the bank. The bank was not open on Saturday and Sunday. Remember when, like, you had to, if you had to, any business at the bank and you didn't get to the bank before four o'clock on a Friday, you was out of luck until 8 a.m. on Monday morning. And, and there was no, there was no direct deposit. There was no debit card, neither. No. So it no, was uh, like, you just didn't have no money. No mm-hmm. money. 
You didn't have any money. You had the Visa, MasterCard. American Express. Was they were actual credit cards. Amer- Discovery. Not at all <laughs> connected to your account, sis. <laughs> no. Those were credit, credit cards. Not deb- wasn't no debit credit. cards. Absolutely. 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 Paper checks. Oh my gosh. And remember when you got your first when you got your first checkbook? Pressed. Steam press. Okay. Could not wait to get my first book. Crease pleated. I was pressed. <laughs> Starch. Let me write you a check, girl, for five dollars and thirty-three cents. Not a problem. I have checkbook right I here. I got it. What you need? When I had to balance my uh my running running my ba- my bank book, managing my twenty five dollar balance over and over again. All like I remember when they taught you how to write checks in school. That was a good time. My God. Huh, those were the days. I think oh. this was... Oh, you all right? Yeah, I'm good. Sorry. Oh, 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 I have one. I have a one. I have one that they are never going to know, especially oh. now. Okay. Do you, know, you remember what it was like in the airport before 9-11? Oh, I do. When you could, like, walk up into the airport and when you didn't have to, like, like stop... You didn't, yeah, you didn't have to, like, wait at the baggage claim or outside the baggage claim no. even. You can literally, like, if, if your plane was landing, you can go in the airport and be like, oh, Jay's plane, plane lands at gate 37A, and I can walk my behind right on up to 37A and wait on Jay. Like, my cousin, my grandmother, like, whoever, my parents, like, they used to be able to come and meet us at the gate when we came back from wherever it because... It was, a, it was a thing. When we were going to pick up somebody from the airport, it was like a family affair. We would all get in the car, we would park, and everyone would go inside yes. of the airport. And it would be so much love and, and greeting. And there was no TSA. <laughs> there was nobody, nobody no checking TSA. your bags. You didn't have to walk through nothing. You literally just walked on up to the gate. <laughs> nope. It was a gate. It was a counter. There, no, there wasn't a counter. Yeah, Actually, it was you literally can check your bags for free. Hello. Good morning. You yeah. can check your bags. You can check your bags for free. <laughs> and you can literally just walk on up to the gate. Like there was no security clearance. Yep. Nope. That's so bananas. Oh my God. It's crazy to know. It's crazy because it's so normalized now. I forget how it used to be. So normalized now. I totally forget how it used to be. All right. I think we're done though. Yeah. I know there's so many things that we weren't able to touch on because. I would love to know though, because I'm sure that there are kids that are younger than us. I wonder if they think about things this way. Yeah. I want to know if they even like. They probably don't even think about it. They have the convenience right in front of them. I mean, but I mean, I mean, if I'm 22, I wonder if there's things have changed like since they were kids that are different now. Hmm. That's true. Yeah, y'all let us know. Let us know. And if you're older than us or if you can relate to any of the things that we talked about, um, yeah, tweet us, send us a comment um, on SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever. Just let us know. I know, that's, that's um, cool. Fun. I want to hear somebody come. It's going to be like, fun, right? Yeah, let us know. I mean, color TV. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm feeling old as Jacks right now. <laughs> thinking about how how much things have changed um just in my in my lifetime. I just wonder like, you know, what has changed in, in your in your in your lifetime? Antennas. Remember antennas? Oh, oh my god, god. or broken antennas. Remember broken when your antennas. cell phone had an antenna? Yes. Oh, oh. Remember when the cordless phone at the house had antennas? Yes, I do. Remember when there wasn't no cordless phones? <laughs> Ooh, girl, I remember like it would be a thing when my mama wished. I remember I can remember her like the phone ringing if she was angry. The way that she would throw that antenna up was such like, mm, let me tell you something, girl. 
that gray bulb with that silver antenna. Yes, <laughs> yes. That long antenna. Yes. It looked like it was like seven feet long. <laughs> Why is this antenna just going on forever and ever? Oh, God. There's so good many times, things. Good times. So many things. But we don't want to keep you here all night. So we, maybe we'll do a part two because I know there's so many things we couldn't get to. Yeah, y'all keep adding, add to the list. Let this be a, uh, uh, let this be something. I mean, as the holidays are coming up, maybe this is something you guys can talk about with your families. Maybe it's a question that I'll pose. I mean, I'm sure my grandfather and my mama, they probably got a list way longer than ours. Listen, Listen. hello? <laughs> like, so crazy. Like some real crazy shit. I told you. Like some real crazy stuff. My mama be like, girl, I remember when gas was seven cents a gallon or something stupid what? like that. Like, exactly. I remember when TVs were made. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I remember when TV went off. Like, it was no programming after, like, a certain hour. I remember when there was no TV. We had to listen to radio. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, we want to hear from you guys. Make sure you're writing in the Getting Grown Podcast at gmail.com, sending in your kitchen table talk suggestions, responses to our kitchen table talks, honesty box questions, and petty peeves. Good times. I enjoyed this. Yeah, that was fun. This week's episode is brought to you by Stitcher Premium. We all know and love Issa Rae from the hit HBO series Insecure. Now you can listen to both seasons of her widely acclaimed podcast, Fruit, on Stitcher Premium. This gripping audio drama tells the story of X, an African-American pro football player on a journey of self-discovery and sexual exploration. Written and directed by Issa Rae, the Sarah Award says Fruit raises the bar on what is possible in audio fiction. Treat yourself for the holidays and start listening to Fruit now. Plus, Stitcher Premium has a great holiday deal going on for a limited time only. Get 30% off Stitcher Premium when you use the promo code GROWN30. Just go to stitcherpremium.com forward slash fruit and use that promo code GROWN30 for 30% off. That's stitcherpremium.com forward slash F-R-U-I-T. Honestly? Truly. All right, it's time for the Honesty Box. Honestly, truly, truly. So she's he's coming out with a TV show. Yeah, I heard that. I see it. Yeah, I can't. I'm I'm excited to see like how he's able to develop the character. Exactly. I feel so, like it's going to be like adventures that that uh, Joanne goes on. Yes, and because those videos would give me all the life. Exactly. Like, can you just see her like infiltrating and being places she ain't got no business being? Like, I just when she like, was in that when that in that woman's whole house. <laughs> I just think that it's hilarious. She's like, uh, this is kombucha. It's a really <laughs> fancy ginger ale. It's <laughs> being ridiculous. I love it. I love it. My favorite. Okay, so it says, Hey, Jade and Kia, I love your podcast. Thank you for creating a space of positivity and encouragement for Black women. You all are helping me to remember lessons I've forgotten in the midst of my mess. And it's an actual answer to prayer. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Well, isn't that nice? Right. I was, uh, I wanted to ask the two of you for your advice about emotional drainers. I work for a large academic institution in the Baltimore area. I've been working closely with a coworker on a research project for two very difficult clients. Now I'm an ISTJ. When presented with challenges, I like to focus on the task first and deal with the emotions later. Feeling productive helps me to offset the negative experiences I often have with my superiors. My coworker has a different approach to dealing. She's very stubborn and vocal about how dissatisfied she is and how ridiculous our clients' demands are. I really try to allow her the space she needs to vent. I know that we all come from different backgrounds. I know you all are wondering. Yes, she is white. 
and we all have different personalities and baggage. She thinks out loud, but isn't the most responsible with her words. Lately, the negativity has really started to drain me, y'all. It starts first thing in the morning. She comes over to my cubicle and rehashes all of the unjust dimensions of this project. It's become very difficult for me to emotionally handle rude clients and my coworkers' continuous venting. I found myself in a very negative and dark place, um, and it is now affecting my ability to do the best job I can. I like to change the situation, but don't want to make my coworker feel like she can't come to me for support in an otherwise unsupportive work environment. Seriously, this place is a mess. I'm not really blaming her because I've only just identified this issue after months of being in a funk and haven't really communicated any of this to her yet. My question for you two is, do you have any advice for settling emotional boundaries at work? For setting emotional boundaries at work, what practical actions can I take to foster a culture of positivity in my office, at least among my coworkers? Sincerely pressed and stressed. Mm. This is really good, actually. I'm sorry. I am sorry. This is this is good, though. This is productive. First of all, shout out to you for your um, for your view on this, on how on on even how you want yeah, to I mean, handle it. I was going to say, like, you're an extremely patient person. Um, so I, I, yeah, way I more than myself. my <laughs> advice to you, you may want to take with a grain of salt <laughs> because right. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know that I could be as diplomatic about this as you seem to be. Um, that being said, I feel like, I mean, it's really cliche, almost cliche now. Cause I feel like, People say this very often, but people treat you the way you teach them how to treat you. Um, right. And I don't know if there's a delicate way to set a boundary. Um, if you need to do so delicately, I don't know. I mean, it depends on your personality. You have to be true to yourself. But I mean, I can only, I mean, speaking from, I, I, I have a way of um, being very direct and frank with people. And it comes comes off kind of like comedic. So I don't know if that softens the blow, but I'll be very serious. I'm very serious when I say it, but sometimes people think that I'm joking. So that that can sometimes be a buffer um, that I need in order to get my point across. So I think mm-hmm. that there can be a way that you can candidly say, hey, listen, I don't want to hear. <laughs> like, hey, girl, I don't want to hear this. Like, um. Uh, I know that this is what you do, but listen, girl, I know like you're not going to come here and stand around here and complain because that's not doing anything for either one of us in terms of getting helping us do what we have to do in order to get through this. So how about you just not? Or you could you could turn her. You could tell her every morning when she comes to you and starts complaining. Tell me something good this morning. Tell me something positive. Right. Or you can charge her. You can charge her. You can say, hey, sis, let me from now on. This is a no complaint zone. And every complaint that you file, you need to put a quarter in this cup. <laughs> yeah. You owe, or you me, owe something. me lunch. Like this, I mean, yeah. and it can't like, maybe that's a way that you can kind of. Uh, steer her in a positive direction. Steer her in a positive direction and set a boundary. But I think it, it, it does need to be a direct kind of conversation or exchange between the two of you that says pretty specifically, I don't like, this is what you do. And I don't, I mean, it's affecting me. I feel like maybe having the conversation or presenting the information somewhat casually can be mm-hmm. a little less off-putting than you straight up sitting her down and having like a like 
sitting her down and just having a straight up like, yeah, girl, you got to stop this. <laughs> you can also and you and you can and you can tell her exactly what exactly. you told us too. like, listen, I, I want this to be a safe space. I don't want you to feel like you can't talk to me. However, girl, you be sucking like the life out of me with all of this negativity. I need you for a second to tell me something good before you start telling me something bad. And then, you know, maybe if you say it that way and let her know, like, I don't mind if you talk to me, but just yeah. balance. Just keep yeah, You are very, very, very patient and diplomatic in your email to us. So you may even just want to go ahead and forward that yeah. to her. <laughs> because I right. just feel like, I mean, yeah. and it doesn't even have to be like, I'm not saying that I don't want to be your friend. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to, I don't want you to feel like that you cannot talk to me. I'm just saying that you need to have uh you know, it cannot be like an incessant all day long kind of thing because it weighs weighs on me. And just because the kind of person I am, I tend to take on, you know, what people tell me and I'm an empath. Mm -hmm. You can just kind of let her know that it affects you and just be real about it. If she's weird about it, um, then it's more reflective of her and her character than it is yours. Because, I mean, the fact that you even care enough about her feelings. Right, to uh, even take the time out to send this email in the first damn exactly. place. Because let me tell you what, I don't... Cause I don't, I mean, like, I don't, sis, don't nobody want to hear this. <laughs> like, Ain't nobody got time. For whatever it is like, that girl, you're talking about right now. Girl, we all we are coming here to do what? Work? <laughs> like, what do you... This is what... Uh, I'm sorry. My name is not Iyama. Right. I have legitimately told a coworker to get off my phone. So maybe I'm not the best person to answer this question. <laughs> I mean, people, my coworkers tend to think that I'm, I am, um, playing, but a lot of times I, I'm serious. So like, she'll come, I have a coworker come and say, Hey girl, do you, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Did you read about this? Or did you get so-and-so's email? Are you going to this meeting? And I will literally be like, girl, I don't care about that. <laughs> and she'll think that right. I am, being funny and I might be being a little bit funny, but I am mostly being absolutely serious, but it'll make her laugh. <laughs> so no, not me. I'm like, girl, I don't I care just about like, this. This is some bullshit and I'd be dead ass. <laughs> like, no, this is some trash. I don't like it. I don't fuck with it. And I want you to know that Like, it's like very direct. So if you can soften the blow and be funny or kind of, and make it a, a lighthearted exchange, then do that. But if that's not who you are, that's not your personality. Then I think that you should, uh, speak to her yeah Stay speak to her yourself. and share the things with her that you shared with us and I think that that is a very mm-hmm. uh, very soft uh, not soft but it's a very straightforward but still um, understanding and you know sympathetic kind of way of com- uh, not sympathetic but empathetic I guess uh, way of, of, of conveying you know to this person that you don't care to hear her vomit her emotions all over your desk every day right because you you have every right to say that and then as far as practical actions you can take to foster a positive culture in your office so now that that's that's kind of leads into a different I feel like that's because then you have you have your coworker who you're talking about here but then like is there like division in your office is there are you just trying to bring people together like are you trying to do this with multiple people or is this in reference to like this one particular lady Write us back. Let us know. Give It'll us some detail. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll help you foster some positivity in your mm-hmm. office. All right. Um, anyway, <laughs> thank you for writing in to Getting Grown. Make sure you're sending your Odyssey Box questions to Getting Grown Podcast at gmail.com. You could also just write nope on an index card and hold it up. <laughs> Every time she comes to your office, just be like, nope. <laughs> you don't even have to say nothing. Just hold it up, girl. Like, 
Do you read or it? you just go to the gag store. Somebody got me one of these things for my wedding on my bachelorette party, and it like just says no, but it says every time you click the button, it says it in a different way. It's like no, <laughs> no, no. Okay. <laughs> so get one of those. <laughs> I'll see if I can find mine. I'll send it to you. Sounds like fun. Moving on to the petty peeves. Moving on to the petty peeves. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Petty peeves. All right. So, I have a petty peeve, but then it kind of coincided with this listener's petty peeve. So, I'm going to read his petty peeve and layer it with my petty peeve. Comes delicious petty cake. Oh, my God. Hey, ladies, love the show. My petty peeve is when you work at a faculty with a gate and you um, facility. I'm thinking meant facility. Uh, when you work at a facility with a gate and you have to and you have to use a badge. Why the fuck are you never ready? Why does it take you five minutes to get your badge to swipe through and drive through the gate? We come to work every day. And of course, us Negroes sleep. I'm the la- till the last second. Oh, my sir. Next time you got to spell check. No. <laughs> sleep till the last second and try to get breakfast and skate through traffic just to get at the gate at 856 to be at my desk by nine and your trifling ass is fumbling around for a badge that should be in the same spot it looked for before you get to the gate that is all signed the late person who's about to be wrote off if i'm late again <laughs> so um well for you sir i would tell you can you please not sleep to the last minute so that you are rolling up to the gate at 856 because that is on you. Yes, <laughs> However, I agree with you with the person who's never ready. And this, so here in New York, don't walk up to the turnstile if you don't have your Metro card out and ready to swipe. Mm-hmm. Don't be looking for your Metro card. Turn, sit standing at the turnstile and we standing behind you because you're looking for your Metro card. If you don't have your Metro card out, stand to the side, out of the way, and look for your metro car so that the niggas who are ready can swipe our shit and get on the train. Because if I miss the train because you standing here blocking everything because you looking for your metro card, I'm going to be real upset. So that's my petty peeve this week. All right. So my petty peeve, I don't know if I can describe it. Um, if I, um, I guess if I had to, I guess I'm, um, I think my petty peeve is, is, is uh, when systems are um not like in, well incompetent people mm-hmm. um and you know as a result we have like structural stupid like when with stupid is like a, like a structural issue <laughs> like a systemic thing like s- systems of stupid in operation systemic is, stupidity systemic systemic stupidity <laughs> is my petty peeve. Um, I had to go to the NBA today because my birthday is coming and my license yes, is going to is. expire. My license is going to expire. Isn't that just bananas? So, Crazy. Um, I went to the uh, to the NBA today to get my license renewed um, and it was fine. I waited in line. I did all the things that I was supposed to do from when I got to the to the agent uh the lady took my paperwork i answered all of her questions she took my new picture and all of that and then um she was really quiet like she didn't she didn't she wasn't a vocal uh like customer service agent which was annoying 
but that's not what this is about right now. She, um, I'm, I asked her a question about like why I couldn't. I was like, I thought that you could renew your license at the kiosk, but for some reason it wouldn't allow me to do that. And she was like, you can renew your license at the kiosk, but you couldn't today. And I was like, yeah, that's what I said, but I don't know why. She's like, oh, because you have a hold on your license. And what? I was like, what? Like, what? At what point were you going to tell me that? Like, before or after you took my picture for this license? Like, what's happening? Right. So she told me that I needed to call. Apparently, there was some hold on my flag on my license from New York State. And I was like, well, that's odd because I haven't lived in New York State for over five years at this point. So what? what is this about? So she was like, yeah, I don't know, um, but you can call the DMV in New York State and find out why. So I did that. And um, I'm talking to the lady after like I had to go through all of these issues, wait on all two different. I called two different numbers. I had to this long wait. They called me back, blah, 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 blah. So I finally talking to this lady and she was like, so, yeah, it says here that you owe New York State for a lapse in insurance coverage. And I'm like when you when you what? moved and i'm like so i have to pay <laughs> new york state money because i moved <laughs> and she was like yeah, right because you moved and when you moved there was a lapse in your insurance i was like no ma'am there wasn't a lapse in my insurance my insurance changed like right i no i no longer needed insurance in new york because i didn't live in new york but that but I had insurance in Maryland and I was like, you cannot have, I was like, can you have two uh, insurance policies on the same car? She was like, no. I was like, right. So if I, had, if I had Maryland insurance and I couldn't have a lapse in New York ins- insurance, if I didn't live in New York and she was like, Oh, I said, did you just owe me? <laughs> you just owed me. Oh, She's like, well, I guess you're right. I said, well, you better guess I'm right this hole off my account then. And now I got to go back to the NBA and wait in line again for another license because you stupid. And she was like, well, this is just our policy. I'm like, well, your policy is dumb. The system is dumb. Stop playing it. It's dumb as hell. In New York loves, they love to throw some shit on there and tell you like your insurance laughed or something like that. I switched insurance companies a few years back and they did that, did that to us and told us that our insurance lapsed and we needed to pay 500 and something dollars. I was like, what? Absolutely not. So what happened? Did they take the shit off? They took it off. But she was like, yeah, I wouldn't go and try and get your license again until for a couple of days because it's going to take a couple of days for it to run through the system that the hold has been removed. And I'm like, that's because... They we do everything slow. And I'm just like, but my license expires on Wednesday. And she was like, yeah, but your application at the MVA in Maryland is already complete. So I'm like, what does that have to do with anything that I just said to you? <laughs> she was dumb as hell. Oh, my God. And I'm like, not only was she dumb, but the policy is dumb. like, this is just a dumb. It's just dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb as hell. It's dumb that you even had to go through it. And now I'm like, I got to find another like I have to. Going, it's not like I can go in the NBA and just come right back out. Like, this is a thing. It takes time. And I don't have a whole yeah. nother day, whole nother half a day to devote to sitting up in there again because of somebody else's incompetence. So, yeah, systemic stupid is, is my petty piece. I try to stay out of the DMV as much as possible. I have a confession. I have not legally changed my last name to my married last name. Oh my goodness. Because... 
I'm trying to wait until my shit ex- is about to expire so I can just do everything all at once. I think the New York State license lasts a lot longer because I don't feel like I ever had to renew my license in New York, but I've only lived here for five years. But I, I think you have to. Re- re- I have to renew mine this year. No, oh, 2018. Over it. 2018 is time to be renewed. I don't think I've had to renew it for like I don't know some time. It's like I totally don't want to do this. Please no. But here we mm-hmm. are, girl. <laughs> and that's my petty peeve. And that is episode 38 of Getting Grown with Jade and Kia. That's me. Um, thank you for listening. We hope we know it wasn't like a profound discussion this week, but the holidays are coming and niggas are tired and want to <laughs> wind down. I mean, you know, being an adult is all about it's, it's you know, there are many sides, many facets, and there are parts of being grown is talking about, you know, the old days. When you weren't. Exactly. So, so um <laughs> and we sometimes we can talk about funny things on the show yeah. too. I mean I we often and it seems like you guys like that, like when we do that. So um hopefully you guys are not mad at us for not delving into the depths of um of of what we'd be talking about on most weeks. Like the one lady who sent the email and said, less singing and more <laughs> talking. I, I miss that. <laughs> She definitely, it was a while back. She definitely said it though. I was cracking up. I was yeah. like, oh, girl, I'm going to sing till the end of time. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> they always want to tell you how to live your life. That's fine. I'll tell you how you should live your life. Cicely Tyson, see you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, good times.